welcome to the House of Canaan UCB United Congregational Baptist Church of Reality. I am your leader, teacher, and guide to the straight path, Bishop Isaiah M. Morris. And welcome to this Sunday morning, House of Canaan, and I am glad to be able to talk to you today. On yesterday, we talked about the laws of thinking. And we started in the law of becoming. The scripture for that was Exodus 7, 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. We're going to pick up with we live in a universe of becoming we live in a universe of becoming a little way back i gave you an incomplete definition I told you that I am was taken from the verb to be, but that's only pertainingly true. I am is also driven from the verb to become. I held this back because it was a little too soon to share it with you, but you have ready for the revelation now. This is the revelation, the first of the laws of thinking. Law 1. We live not in a universe of being, but of becoming. Nothing that lives in static God is not static. He did not just create the world eons ago and then set back and never change. God is eviling, evilinging, excuse me, evolving. Involving, excuse me, he is changing his being, his ideas, and his purpose all the time. God is becoming, and because you were created in God's image with all things in you that are God, you are also becoming. If you stand still, if you are only being, then you are dead. We don't live in a universe that was made. We live in a universe that is being made every moment. Everything comes in stage, stages. 
everything and everyone is evolving, changing, and becoming something new, moving towards what it will be tomorrow. And then it reaches that state. Guess what? It begins to become what it will be the next day. Every moment you are moving toward a new state of being. Either towards fulfillment of your potential as determined by God or away from that fulfillment. The choice is yours, but you can never stop moving. You are always on the road to becoming someone other than who you are at this very moment. The question you must ask is, who am I becoming? Their blessed freedom and joy in the fact of becoming. You are never trapped in where or what you are. You are never stuck in a state of poverty. Ill health or loneliness, unless you choose to be. That is the message of I am. When you declare yourself to be God, you are taking responsibility for your becoming. Isn't God in charge? Then why should anyone else be in charge of saving you from a life that is not what you hoped it would be? The harsh reality is... No one will save you. That's not the job of the prophets. Your friends, your family, anyone. It's not God's job. His task is to lay the path before you and say, Here, I have ordained this for you to follow. Whether or not you follow is entirely up to you. Becoming empowered. Becoming empowers us to change what we are and our lot in life. If it didn't, people who started off poor would not become billionaires owners of huge corporations of world-famous rap superstars. They would remain on their dirt forms or end up dead or in prison. Instead, they understood that their destiny was to become, that becoming empowered them to change their reality. Go back to the world. To become you must be discover your I am.
And to do that, you must go back to the Word. You must be at peace. Rest your thoughts and your ego. And listen to the voice of God speaking to you. If you do not do this, then you will condemn yourself to live in a universe of the past. Like a still photo of the way your life once was, you will be stuck. The universe as it is in God's mind is a motion picture, one that he is always editing, editing and that you as God, God's partner are helping him edit if God is the master editor you and your I am state of mind are his appearance for some people the concept of becoming and of an evolving evolving changing God is difficult to accept it makes them feel more secure to think that God stopped with the Bible, which he never changed. But if we mirror God, then look how much the world of man has changed in the thousands of years since the stories in the Bible took place. Does it not make sense that God would change as well? And anyway, we are in a constant state of creation. Our bodies create new calls Every moment, we replace all the trillions of call cells in, your, in our bodies every seven years. We are constantly being reborn in flesh. And because of God's love, we are constantly reborn in spirit. That love gives every cell a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance to awaken to the truth of I am and realize its true potential. Every morning you are renewed and healed. You have a brand new day to change the world. Are you a favorite? In the Bible, you can read about the many tribes that lived in the land where Moses led the Hebrews after their escape from slavery. The Hittites, Jebusites, Canaanites, and so on. But what if there was a new tribe?
And what if membership was based on, based not on your bloodline, but on your ability to be at one with the word and the purpose of God? To allow God to manifest through you, what if declaring and living your I am statues gain you entry into this elite group. You would become a favorite, one upon whom God has cast his grace and favor. When you become a favorite, a season of grace and favor will be upon you. Good things will come into your life without you having seen to work for them. You were busy sawing or giving many or working to develop an idea in another era. And money just showed up at your door. And people will say, how did you do that? More important, they will say, why does he get that when I'm working so hard and I get nothing? Just smile inside. Yourself and now a fundamental truth of God's order of things. Favorite fair. That's right. Favor doesn't come to those who earn it through the sweet of their brawls. And it doesn't come to those who do nothing more than sit in church. Never give more than the minimum and sit back and wait for God to smile upon them. God looks with pity on them because they didn't, because they don't get it. Favor only comes to those who understand how God operate in this world. Favor is not far. Some people will hate you because of this iniquity. But you have to be able to withstand their censure. And still declare, I am. Even if they say you are arrogant. Because whose favor matters more? God's or your neighbor's? How God operates. I saved the most important idea for the end of this chapter because it's going to shape the rest of the mortal to come, material to come. 
I've said that the key to favor and to realize realizing the potential that God has preordained for your life lies in understanding how God operates in this world. Comprehending the laws he has created and therefore most must follow that fact can be boiled down to this statement. The purpose of human experience is to express the purpose of the Spirit of God in the material world. God bless you all.